Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. Local Law 97, emissions, legal actions, other controls, energy. That's the big topic of the world today. So today I have Brad Clatt, who is the chairman of Logical Buildings, also a partner at uh, Canoe Brook Development, a very active developer in New Jersey of residential housing. Brad, thanks for being here today. My pleasure. So as Great I said, what, what is Local Law 97 for the, for the people who have no, no idea of what? Local Law 97 is a New York City uh, set of regulations that follows from the original Bloomberg Local Law 84 and 87, and it effectively is there to first assess, second measure, and then third regulate the amount of energy that's used by buildings in the city that are greater than 25,000 square feet so that the utilities are capable of one, appreciating, because this was before decarbonization was most important, appreciating how much power is being used, how much they're producing, and then how they could possibly, in an environment, Indian Point closing, create enough power to satiate the buildings that are being built. Now, January 1st, new regulations went into effect, right? Yes, with many years of notice, and they basically create a series or a pattern of energy reduction and therefore decarbonization across all of the buildings that are more than 25,000 feet. So what happens if you're a uh, owner of a co-op or a condo? What, are you exempt or are you? No, co- co-op, building, all of the buildings except for uh, affordable housing and, and a few others that are brand new, um, that are following the city's great now mantra of electrification, all of the buildings are subject to. There are some things you can do, uh, depending on what type of building you are, to put that off to get a waiver on the basis of engineering or other capital improvements that you're thinking of doing, but all of the buildings are subject to it. First round of penalties for not reducing your energy or consuming too much per square foot um, are based upon your 2024 use, and then there, six years later, is another round, which is much more draconian. 20% of the buildings in the city will be subject to those penalties in 2024, but for waivers, but by 2030, 80% of those buildings will be subject to the penalties for not having reduced their energy consumption. So what does the logical buildings do for uh, for a landlord or a tenant? Um, logical buildings focus first for the system is to help the system measure the utilization of power and the potential for decarbonization. And then for the building owners, uh, whether they're condominium owners or whether they're actual you know, uh, companies, public, private companies, um, office, residential, industrial, um, we have software programs that measure the utilization of energy throughout the building and allow the owners of the buildings or the residents of an apartment to control the amount of energy that they're actually using and play a role in decarbonization and energy reduction. Now, to people who are the residents, they do that because they can get a rebate of up to 20% of their energy costs that are paid to Con Ed. But the building owners 
are subject to significant penalties for not having done that. So if you own a building, for example, we, you need to understand that these rules reply, apply to the entire lot and block. So if all the residents in the building who say use half the energy and the owner who uses half the energy, if the owner is parsimonious and follows our software and does all the th great things that they can do to reduce energy, but everybody in the building just you know, wants it freezing cold in the hot summer days, and they want it um, you know, very warm when they're using gas in the, in the freezing cold winters, um, they will take the building over the top of these standards and subject the building to fines. We help measure every aspect of the consumption in a building so that each of the participants can understand what the possibilities are and then create patternization of utilization, as well as some engineering changes to the building to reduce the amount of energy and get them under the hurdle, get them to do more decarbonization uh, and effectively come into, let's call it the 20, you know. As, as a developer of, of recently of three major developments in New Jersey, how are you taking Local Law 97 into effect in the development phasing? Okay. Well, Local Law 97 doesn't apply in New Jersey. Although PSENG and the state of New Jersey have, but if just, you were building a, a no, building, saying, they've, they've they've announced that right. they're going to follow these standards. So I'll assume the question is with application. Okay? Right. Um, all of our buildings are focused on decarbonization. First of all, we're institutionally financed, so whether it's Prudential, Northwestern Mutual, or so many of the others, they would all like us to decarbonize. They would all like us to move they would say to more electric, they would like us to become part of the future they foresee in energy savings and decarbonization. So we effectively engage on pre-development work as we do throughout the Northeast and actually nationally now for most of the major public and private large builders. Um, they, we engage logical buildings, uh, team comes in, starts to focus on the plans of how to power the building and then how to regulate the use of the power in the building and um, then hand it over to the engineers and create the systems that allow the software to effectively run the building or if the owners would like to, they can run it themselves with very simple systems. Now, are the REITs and the public companies interested in this? Um, we have most of the residential national REITs as our clients, and they are extremely interested in it. And so, for example, if you would look at um, any of the J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs reports, they're going to show you quarterly income and expenses, and every single expense in each of these owners' reports is reported. So salaries, taxes, energy consumption. And they are very much concerned because 8 to 12 percent of the entire expense base of a building is energy. Now, what about all? Move that, if we can move that down by 30 percent, 20, 30 percent over five years using the software and our engineering, that's a tremendous difference. can change the value of a building based on a cap rate literally by 10 to 12 percent. What about the, the B and C office buildings? What about them? The B and C office buildings are an antique from an engineering point of view, and they need a significant amount of upgrades for which there are supplements and grants um, that can be retrieved or private money. And um, 
they have every aspect. I mean, you see when you walk around the city, A, B, C, D, those are energy ratings, not restaurant ratings, if you will, on the, on the windows of all these buildings. And they have the capacity to bring themselves into the future by reducing the amount of energy. Now, a building may not have to reduce as high a percentage of their energy if they are stuck with older systems than a newer building but nevertheless, they're still subject to the rules and they all have the capacity to do this. Um, and fascinatingly, even though we are in the circumstance we are with BNC buildings in New York and having the issues we are with tenancies and values and everything else, um, these buildings have the ability to be tremendously attractive to tenants who are very much interested in decarbonization and doing capital plans and being in a building with capital plans that have created decarbonization, and they're very proud of that. What and about other states involved with the emissions? Um, NYSERDA is by far, New York, is by far the, the number one out front state, five to eight years ahead of everybody else, but they have many, many states following. So California, you might think of the first group are the blue states, okay? Um, so you have Massachusetts, Illinois, California, Washington State, New York following, you might have a little less blue states, and those would be New Jersey and others like New Jersey. But what's happened is far beyond those states, which you can understand politically, if you will, to the left, you might expect it there earlier. Many other states, because they can't produce power, have now come around and the utilities in those states are very much focused on the ability to decarbonize and to put in regulations. And some of these utilities, um, like Southern companies, are doing it de novo on their own because they can't produce enough power to supply the developments in their states. So I think uh, you've been a very interesting topic. I don't think anybody has been talking about Local Law 97 to the general public. The and engineers like are talking to the engineers, and they're talking to the owners, and the owners are talking to their investors. And we want them to know. And I'd like to thank Brad Clatt for being here and see you next week. Our pleasure. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.